The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Quantum Leaps in Healing with your host, Carrie Jahan. If you had the power to transform your life, how would you start? It's all about using what's inside of you and around you to enhance your personal health from physical to spiritual. Now, here is Carrie Jahan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Quantum Leaps in Healing. I'm your host, Carrie Jahan. And joining me today is Mary Tori, and we will be discussing how mediumship heals grieving survivors through afterlife contact. Mary is a spiritual psychic medium and the director and chief intuitive officer of the River of Light Center for Intuitive Illumination in Denver, Colorado. Her education is grounded in both the practical and the esoteric. She holds a Bachelor's of Science in Construction Management, and she studied at the school known worldwide for training mediums, which is the Arthur Finley College in England. She is a lifelong learner and explorer of life and its mysteries. Mary continues her studies to this day. She is now completing her master's degree in holistic theology and will soon embark on a PhD in parapsychology, which is just a big wow. That's so exciting. (laughs) So Mary, it's just wonderful to have you here today. Thank you for joining me on the show. Oh, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. I'm really excited about today's show. Great, good. And, you know, can we start with you just telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this work? Well, um, my mother was psychic, which was uh, actually a a great gift for me. Um, And what she did was she was able to uh, play card games with my two brothers and myself uh, to help us keep our psychic abilities open. And... um, Throughout life, I use these abilities uh, in, you know, my business decisions and helping others kind of anonymously, but uh, when she was uh, dying of breast cancer, we had made a pact that uh, whoever survived, because again, we never know when we're going to really die. I could have been killed in a car accident before her time was up. Uh, we made a pact that uh, whoever survived would get a message from the other one. So my mother uh, came to me one day, and I heard her voice. Uh, she was in spirit. She had already passed. It had been a little bit less than a year after her passing. And uh, so she came to me, and she said to me, she said, spiritualism. And I was puzzled because I had never heard anything about spiritualism. I was raised uh, Catholic, and uh, my mother was a devout Catholic. So um, I looked it up on the Internet, and it was a Saturday morning when my mother came to me, and I noticed that in the Denver, Colorado area, there was not a spiritualist church, but there was a group that called themselves spiritualists. So uh, that Sunday morning, I went to 
what was their small little meeting, their small little gathering, and it turned out that these two ladies that were conducting this meeting were both mediums. So during that uh, ceremony, my mother actually came through one of the mediums and gave her name as Beverly and gave me some other evidence that I knew it was her and it was, uh, you know, and gave me, you know, the information that we had agreed upon. So it was quite exciting and that kind of got me on the journey and my mother has been my cheerleader from the other side, pushing me ahead of <laughs> <Wow. in> the work. <laughs> oh, that's just so wonderful. That's wonderful. And so can you tell us a little bit about your work and I, you do so many things, but just so the audience has a sense of, of how... Um, just what's available um, from you? Okay. Well, I am a full-time medium. Um, I left the corporate world in uh, 2010 and at that point went to England and actually formally trained as a medium at Arthur Finley College. And uh, so I do readings. I do uh, healing work. Um, I teach classes on psychic development and mediumship uh, because I do believe that we all have these abilities but uh, the difference between the psychic ability and the mediumship is a different technique, and it, um, which involves um, a little bit more training and a little bit uh, more attunement in energy uh, to connect with the other side. Nate, thank you for sharing that. Um, so there, there is this really big question um, about, you know, is there really a part of us that survives death? And I know that throughout history, people have searched for the answer to this question. And I'm just wondering, can you, can you talk about that a little bit from your experience and any insights you'd like to share about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that everybody through um, nearly everyone at some point in their life has that thought about death and the possibility of death or what happens after death, you know, whether you're extremely religious or spiritual or, you know, you you have um, uh, people in your life that have passed away and you wonder, you know, is, is there really something other than, you know, this physical world that we survive in now and that we're conscious of? And so, um, well, I'd like to think of, Albert Einstein once said that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed, it can only be changed from one form to another. And we know that through literature, um, through history, through different cultures, that there are, there is this phenomenon that strongly suggests and supports the case for survival ship after death. And um, there have been uh, many cases uh, that have been well-researched and documented, um, even here in the United States, by very uh, knowledgeable researchers and individuals. Um, a couple of the case studies, I'd like to just cite a couple of them. Um, one was a triple blind, a blind study done on research mediums to test if, number one, if, re- if mediumship was, in fact, valid, and number two, uh, if it really did uh, reveal that there was survivalship of consciousness after life. This was uh, conducted by doctors uh, Julie Beichel and Dr. Gary Schwartz down at the University of Phoenix in their uh, human energy systems laboratory. 
And in fact, they did prove that uh, mediumship is real and that, that there is a survival um, of consciousness. That was just one study, but there have been several other ones. Uh, that, uh, and there have been other cases of, of uh, where uh, people have been uh, in uh, various, well, let's see, how can I say this, um, where uh, people in hospice care have, uh, you know, talked to their families and the other caregivers uh, have noticed, you know, that those that are very close to death actually are communicating with others um, in spirit, you know, just before they pass. This happened to me when my mother uh, was dying of cancer. I was with her uh, the last couple of days in the hospital, and I actually stayed in her room with her throughout, you know, the last final days. And it was in the wee um, hours of the morning, like about 3 o'clock, this beautiful energy came in. And my mother already was in the final stages of dying where she, uh, she was in a kind of a comatose state. And so she had been non-responsive uh, for those, you know, that last day. And um, she had, uh, when this energy came in, she actually rose up from her bed and was reaching up, her arms were reaching up. I could feel the people in the room from spirit. And my mother was talking to them. And it was just a few hours after that that uh, she passed. But it was just the love, the beautiful you know, energy that was there with her. I know that she was communicating with my dad and, and her mother and you know, others that had passed before her. It was just one of the most beautiful beautiful things to experience. And I know that there have been caseworkers and other family members of other people, uh, you know, who have been with their, uh, their dying loved ones that have experienced the same thing. I'm not, you know, I'm, it's not, I'm not selective. Other people have experienced this too. Yes. Gosh, that's such a beautiful story. I just got the chills listening to that because it's a, you know, as we've even spoken about, like fear and anxiety are sometimes common emotions experienced by those that are close to you or, or anticipating death. And to have this other experience is just so beautiful. Is like being held in this transition. And um, yeah, it's just really wonderful. It is. It really, yeah. really is. Well, and there, if you look at, uh, you know, you can go on, on to Amazon, and there have been so many books recently um, written by, um, you know, parents that have lost children and have their children come back and give them enough evidence, you know, that they are still, you know, they survive on the other side, you know, giving them signs. This is, there's a... Um, a lady, her last name's Morgan, and her son uh, died unexpectedly uh, while he was in college in a car accident. And she has written a beautiful book, and unfortunately I don't have the title of it right here, but her last name is Morgan, and uh, her son's name is Mikey. And he gave her so many signs after he passed. You know, um, there were signs of uh, the lights switching on and off. There were th- all kinds <laughs> of the, this, you know, psychic phenomena that yeah. happens to 
people when they're, you know, have uh, loved ones that have passed where they're trying in every way from the other side to make themselves known uh, in that, uh, so that their loved ones know that they didn't pass. Well, she had uh, actually worked with a pendulum and kind of a little dowsing device, a little uh, sketch or with, uh, with, that has all the alphabets and everything. So Mikey from the other side actually got her mother, uh, kind of talked her into playing with this pendulum, who, which you know, scared her uh, because she also was a devout Catholic, and we've heard about Ouija boards and all these other things. Well, she got through her fear about it, and, but Mikey communicates with her through this device. He will spell out words. He will spell out... It's like he's, you know, this, this whole little device has turned into like a little text message from Mikey on the other side. Wow, that's just amazing. And so it's helped that one lovely lady, that one mother, be able to get over her grieving and, you know, and, and she knows that Mikey, her son, uh, is, you know, still alive, still kicking, and is helping her in every way possible from the other side to help her live a more loving and joyful life. Wow. Oh, that's just so, it's just so heart opening. And I, I do feel like people really transition when they're meant to. And sometimes their work is on the other side. And I just really honor that. And, and so it's, um, it's just beautiful to have, you know, just be able to have these stories that really help people even, I think, even open up to the possibilities. Um, and for, I know for me, when I was in high school, my godfather died. And it was because of other people being around me that could also just sense him that it really just allowed me to be like, oh, okay, well, this is a possibility. Let me see what it is so that I can sense. And I didn't really have to sense anything because, <laughs> because he made things very, very clear. So I was sitting on my floor in my bedroom and I, uh-huh. I grew up on a, in a house that was on a hill and it settled it settled into the hill. And so if anything were to drop on the floor and roll, it would roll downhill. And so at the time I was learning how to juggle and I had three juggling balls on my floor and one of them rolled uphill oh. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it was rolled across my floor. Not, yeah, yeah and like, I was like, that's okay, I don't need to like sense energy. I just saw it. <laughs> so, and then I was sitting on a swing uh, at a playground and the swing next to me started to swing. And, and so it just, uh, he made things very, very clear for me. And just, it was just a really, it just helped in so many ways just to feel like, oh, he's just right here. He's right here. I still feel all this love and I feel uh-huh. the support and I'm not alone. And, uh, and so I felt like he was now my godfather from the other side, you know, it's really just being there for me in so many ways. So. That is so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Well, there are several mediums. Uh, uh, there are different varieties of mediums. And um, the ones that actually talk to uh, people, uh, communicate with people's loved ones on the other side, they're, they're called mental mediums. But there's another variety that is extremely rare. And these are called physical mediums. And there's probably just a handful of them in the world. Uh, and, uh, boy, I've been blessed to meet a couple of them. One was a young protege of, of 
and his name uh, is Scott Milligan. So if anybody, your audience, ever has the opportunity to go to to Europe or England, uh, Scott Milligan is just phenomenal. So anyway, um, during, this was uh, last year, Last October, um, I had taken a group of students with me to Arthur Finley College, and Scott Milligan was, had a, um, was doing a, a seance that week, and so the students each had the opportunity to, to experience this. And so what happened was, during the seance, uh, the people in spirit um, brought through for a lady that came uh, to Arthur Finley College, uh, that week, because she, uh, she came from Canada, and she had lost a very young son. He was very young. And uh, they were able to bring through a macrame bracelet that her son made in spirit, but they brought it through the physical. Uh, so it was a physical uh, macrame bracelet that those in spirit uh, brought through with her son to, and gave to this lady during the seance uh, from her son. Just what a, you know, a physical Wow, <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> that uh, she was able to take home with her back to Canada, you know, that her son had made for her. You know, I mean, you think about children bring things home from school for their mothers all the time that they make in school. Well, here he's in the he's in the afterlife school, and he made something for his mother and brought it home for her. Such a blessing! Wow, wow that is just so beautiful. What was his name again, just so the listeners can? Look oh, him up? Scott Milligan, M I L L I G A N. Just a phenomenal physical medium. And his, the person that actually trained him, and I know that um, I'm watching the time here for your break, but um, maybe we should talk about that after the break. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. So everyone stay tuned. Um, when we come back, we'll continue to talk about how mediumship helps grieving survivors through afterlife contact. Um, we're here today with Mary Tori, and you can visit her webpage too. It's marytori.com. And Tori is T-O-R-R-E-Y. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Experience multidimensional transformation with Carrie Jahan. Multidimensional transformation is a powerfully effective healing modality that works consciously with the zero point field. With this innovative modality, Carrie facilitates individuals and groups in experiencing a vibrational shift towards a healthier and more harmonious state of being. Carrie works compassionately and diligently with people to help them resolve physical pain, emotional troubles, spiritual struggles, and subconscious beliefs from both current and past lives. Carrie works remotely with people around the globe. She helps facilitate some of the deepest healing her clients have ever experienced. To schedule an appointment for multidimensional transformation, contact Carrie through her website at carriejahan.com or call 845-802-4130. Again, that's Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E.com or call 845-802-4130. How do we move forward? It's all a process of clearing and cleaning. 
as well as reconnecting. Tune into Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. On our program, we'll showcase the strategies and techniques that help us with these processes. You can't move forward until you are in the right position to heal your space and place. Reveal the true self to yourself. Listen for Transformation every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Quantum Leaps in Healing. To reach our show today, call into 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to Carrie Jahan, K E R R Y J E H A N N E, at gmail.com. Now, back to Quantum Leaps in Healing. Welcome back, everyone. This is Carrie Jahan, and with me today is Mary Tori, and we are talking about how mediumship has um, helps grieving survivors through afterlife contact. But before we get going, I just have to say that I got a reading from Mary, gosh, it must have been this past summer, and she went over with me the course of this coming year, and I took really detailed notes, and it was at the beginning of a new journal for me, and I still have that journal, and I go back to it very frequently, and so Mary, I guess first to say that in the moment, the reading was very helpful, but even over the past few months, referring back to it has also been very, very helpful for me, and giving me this uh, quite a bit of detailed insight into what this particular month or the next month is going to be. And it's been so aligned to what is unfolding in my life. And it's just amazing. And I just, I think it's just helped me step into what's unfolding even that much more and open up that much more to what's, what's going on in my life. And so just... Um, I know we're on mediumship and like, you know, good contact, but I just have to put that out there before we move on. Um, because oh, I, thank it, you for that. I feel like that's a paid commercial. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You deserve it. Yeah. So, okay. So we were just talking over break um, about so many things that you wanted to bring to the surface. And you know what? I'm just going to just open it up and, and let you lead. Um, to to what is next that it is that you want to share because uh, it's all so fascinating but yeah well thank you you know um, being a medium obviously I'm in a lot of contact obviously with the people on the other side but I what I want to uh, share with the audience is they are making a there's a quantum leap happening and it is going to happen in our lifetime I want to share a couple things right now that um, are happening in uh, science labs uh, in a couple parts of the world. Um, so today we're seeing a dawning, of, you know, uh, seeing the dawning of the day when this afterlife communication for all of us is going to be very, very commonplace. That uh, the communication between the two worlds will, uh, they will be able, our f- family and friends and others that are helping us in our lives from the spirit world, they will be a resource for us and we can have instant communication. And this is just not for a select few. This will be for everybody. Uh, one thing I'd like to talk about is called the spirit phone. And this is a, a device that 
was uh, invented by Dr. Gary E. Schwartz at the University of Arizona in his uh, lab there, of, uh, and uh, his lab is the uh, human, what is it called? I think it's called the, uh, well, at the, well, if you look at Gary E. Schwartz, you'll see quite a few things because he's also, uh, he wrote about this spirit phone in his book, The Sacred Promise, how science is discovering spirits' collaboration with us in our daily lives. And what this device is, it's a type of a photo multiplier where the people in spirit can send these uh, bursts of photons into this phone. And this, this device is still evolving. And what what it's uh, what uh, it's the, it evolving into? It's going to ha- it has an electronic keyboard with, and each key has its own um, sensor and its own. Let's say we'll call it a tone, and so that the people in spirit then are able to actually, you know, uh, send an energetic uh, tone to this phone. And it's like getting a text message from your loved ones in spirit. Ooh. Isn't that funny? You know, oh, it's, so it's amazing. Like, so everybody, so let's say that everybody has one of these self, uh, soul phone or spirit phones, and you know, it's like kind of like so your mother's passed, and while your mother was here in in, um, in body, you know, she was always kibitzing about your life and what you should do and everything. So here you'll have that continuation <laughs> from your mother on the other side about, no, no, don't wear that dress, you know, or, you know, that guy's not good for you or, you know, <laughs> those kinds of things. I can just see it happening. But uh, it's really kind of funny. Wow, Another, it's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to encourage the audience to do a little bit more research on this because, again, this is going to become very commonplace. The other person that is uh, pretty astounding in the work that she's doing, her name is uh, Sonia Rinaldi, and she is uh, she is in São Paulo. Brazil, and she's been working with researchers and scientists and physicists and engineers, and she has a lab there, and in her lab, uh, what has happened is, uh, and this was actually, uh, the people in spirit were the ones that encouraged uh, part of this, but there in her lab, uh, the people in spirit actually come to her lab, and they are videoed. <laughs> Actually, videoed and uh, have a drug. It can uh, they record these communications for their loved ones, and their loved ones can you know at a certain time can actually come to the lab when they know when their uh, their family members from spirit are going to show up. They can sit there and see the the uh, hologram of their um, loved ones in spirit and have a you know a direct. Uh, present time, real time communication with them one on one. Gosh, it's just what's happening and what's a, what's a, what's a, um, able to happen in the world today it just blows me away and I just am oh, fascinated yeah. by all of it and I'm just have this really big like just bring it on like what else can we do and you know. Uh, just talk about the veil getting thin, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, but getting back to the mediumship. So, yes. anyway, so uh, recently uh, in September, I was at uh, a conference down in um, Scottsdale, Arizona called the Life in the Afterlife Conference. And I previously, before the break, mentioned uh, this one physical medium. His name is Scott Milligan. Well, he was actually trained 
by another man who now lives in New Zealand, and his name is David Thompson. And David Thompson actually comes to the United States several times during the year. So if you ever have an opportunity to go to one of his seances, uh, he will absolutely, uh, what happens with his team and spirit in the seance will blow your mind. Well, during the seance in September... Uh, the one thing with Gary Schwartz and the soul phone, uh, spirit phone, excuse me, I keep calling it a soul phone, but it's a spirit phone, what happened is there's some interference uh, with the consistency of what's happening. You know, it's a little bit more sporadic. So during the seance, what happened was uh, Gary Schwartz was not able to make the seance, but his wife, Rhonda, was there in the seance with me. And uh, what happened was... Dr. Carl Sagan, who was actually a doubter of the afterlife while he was here (laughs) in in, in body, but now he actually, he came through and he actually handed Rhonda, he handed Rhonda a sheet of paper with, with his signature on it so that she could take it back to Dr. Gary Schwartz to prove that he was, in fact, helping Gary from the, uh, Dr. Schwartz from the other side uh, to verify his signature. But what uh, Carl Sagan was saying during the seance, he actually told all of us what the cause of the interference was and how, the, uh, and how uh, Dr. Um, Schwartz here in the physical in his laboratory could um, actually uh, correct this interference that was going on in his lab so that he could re- uh, reproduce uh, and fix this uh, spirit phone. It, was, it just blew us all away. Wow. Wow. What detail. And it's also, I also just feel like such compassion and such like there a, such a strong desire uh, for them to be helping us. That they, they want to they they want to be helping, and it's just I feel on my end sometimes just opening up to that help. So oh, wow, absolutely, what, yeah, wow, what detail! Is there anything else from that particular conference that you wanted to share, or um, any well, case studies, or? <laughs> I mean, there's so many case studies out there right now. Um, like, um, <laughs> you know. Um, what we do know is that when someone is grieving, you know, in the whole phenomenon about death and dying, for most people, you know, they feel like this is a punitive thing. And if they're um, very devoutly religious, you know, this whole fear about, you know, maybe not living a life that was perfect and paying for their sins and, and you know, all of these guilt things. And, it, you know, again, it's that feeling of a more punitive thing, um, over the, you know, uh, vibe that actually surrounds death. But what I want to tell the audience is that is not the case. Case, you know, uh, the readings that I've done for people and uh, <laughs> it goes on and on is that that is not the case from the spirit world. You know, when you get over to the other side, you know, Leaving your body is probably the easiest thing. It's almost, it's like, you know, popping out and, and taking off a tight pair of pantyhose, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, what a relief. You know, you're free. And, uh, but when you get to the other side, is, you know, you're only met by loving, understanding, 
uh, people that love and care about you. And no matter what you're doing uh, here, you're doing the very best you can with the information that you have. So there's not a punitive thing. It's, it's a very loving, receptive, you know, yay, you're home, we're happy to have you, and okay, let's kind of talk about what you did, and, and then let's see how you're going to do better next time, and all of these things. So, so everybody on the other side really wants uh, their loved ones that are here surviving uh, their passing, they want them to know that, you know, they're alive, they're well, they're kicking, everything is, is uh, you know, it's just more beautiful over there than it is here. Wow, and that alone is so healing, you know, not only um, on the on the mental level, but also just the emotional level and being able to hold our journeys in a in a sacred way rather than, oh, I'm not doing this well enough, and I'm, you know, what is this life even worth, you know? And, and it yeah, just yeah. takes it out of that into this very loving, sacred place of, you know, maybe this is my life where I, I was stuck for this long in this particular situation, and that's beautiful in its way, and this is what my soul is learning, and and just celebrating that and just diving into it rather than judging it, and yeah, so we're, we're just given these beautiful lives, and I think anything that brings us closer to the sacredness of it is just, I don't know, very heartwarming for me. Oh, yeah, it, and it is, and it, the one thing, uh, it, so there have been some, in, there are some interesting things. I, I'd like to just point out a couple of books uh, really quickly for the audience that I think are pretty phenomenal that might help them understand a few more things. There's one book, uh, now this is not so much about mediumship, but it's an induced after-death communication by Alan, um, excuse me, his last name is Botkin, uh, B-O-T-K-I-N. And he worked for 20 to, I'm not sure exactly how many years, 20 or 25 years at the VA working with veterans, you know, with post, um, uh, post, you know, Tra- trauma. Post-traumatic. Uh, trauma. Yeah. yeah, traumatic and trauma Stress, and yeah. everything. You know, where they, they, you know, they saw love, you know, they saw their uh, fellow, you know, buddies and soldiers, you know, killed next to them or in front of them or whatever. And um, so uh, there's this interesting um, phenomenon where he, he's able and a lot of the psychologists are able then, if they've taken this training, where they're able to induce Easily and effortlessly in their office, where the 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 person that comes to the office, their client or their uh, patient, is able then to actually have a real time communication with um, someone that uh, they have this strong uh, grieving traumatic experience with to actually receive a communication, see them, talk to them uh, in the office, real time. And it's called induced after death communication, which that I think sounds is pretty phenomenal. great. Yeah. Um, did, was there another book as well that you wanted to share? Well, the one you know, there's one that would really help. Uh, that is kind of a, a collection of of um, tr- probably has about 85 true accounts and different and 16 different methods that everyone can use to uh, help them with afterlife communication if they want to actually, you know, sit down uh, quietly and 
attempt to communicate with their loved ones. And it was from last year's uh, uh, Life in the Afterlife uh, conference. And it's called Afterlife Communication. And uh, it's by the Academy for Spiritual and Conscious Studies. Wow, these all just sound so fascinating. There's so much information out there. Oh, there is, yeah. there is. Yeah. And there's one other book, because if, if people, uh, you know, I've already kind of alluded to the physical mediumship, there's another book uh, by this gentleman uh, who's actually sat in on quite a few seances with David Thompson and others, and he actually lives in Cal- California, and his name is uh, Jan W. Uh, Vander uh, Sandy. He has a Ph.D., and uh, his book is Life After Death, Some of the Best Evidence. And so he talks about um, actually sitting in some of the wonderful uh, seances with David Thompson and the different phenomena that has come through. Wow. It's almost as if when, you know, (laughs) you can describe it, I can describe it, but for the audience, if you could, if you ever have the opportunity to actually sit in on one of these things and experience uh, something like physical mediumship, it absolutely shakes your paradigm. It shakes you to the core that everything that you have believed in our reality, we think that everything is solid. But when uh, when you see this other uh, paranormal phenomena that is just unexplainable. It shakes you to the core, and you realize that there's much more than what the mind can see and mind can perceive. It's really our our uh, superconscious that uh, helps us, to, you know, uh, with our psychic abilities. But this this physical phenomena, just like, oh my gosh, there is a lot more, and there here's evidence that uh, that there is somebody out there who who really wants to help us, and that we truly are never alone. Wow, it's just, it just takes everything to the whole other level. You know, I know that, you know, both of us do a little bit of the multidimensional transformation and, you know, that's kind of grabbing things out of the quantum field and downloading them for clients. And, you know, it, you know, I work with, um, if it's a technology, like a green light technology or, or a sound healing frequency to really just through intent, you know, kind of grabbing that from the the field, the quantum field, and downloading it into the client's field, right? And this right. just takes it to a whole other level of like oh what's coming through the quantum field is physical. Like I do it energetically, uh, uh, but wow, this is just on a on a whole other level, and it's just fascinating to me. It's it's um. Anyway, uh, we it is time for a break, and I have so many other questions for you on the other side of the break. So stay tuned, everyone. You're listening to Quantum Leaps and Healing. If you're interested in more information, you can visit my webpage, and that is kerryjahan.com. It's K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E.com. So stay tuned. We'll be, we will be back shortly. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
Experience multidimensional transformation with Carrie Jahan. Multidimensional transformation is a powerfully effective healing modality that works consciously with the zero point field. With this innovative modality, Carrie facilitates individuals and groups in experiencing a vibrational shift towards a healthier and more harmonious state of being. Carrie works compassionately and diligently with people to help them resolve physical pain, emotional troubles, spiritual struggles, and subconscious beliefs from both current and past lives. Carrie works remotely with people around the globe. She helps facilitate some of the deepest healing her clients have ever experienced. To schedule an appointment for multidimensional transformation, contact Carrie through her website at carriejahan.com or call 845-802-4130. Again, that's Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E.com or call 845-802-4130. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You're listening to Quantum Leaps in Healing. To reach our show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E at gmail.com. Now, back to Quantum Leaps in Healing. Welcome back, everyone. This is Carrie Shahan, and with me today is Mary Tori. And we've been talking about how mediumship has helped uh, grieving survivors through afterlife contact. Uh, Mary, it's just—it's been wonderful to have you here, and I just love what we're what we're talking about. I'm wondering if if there are certain case studies or even some um, from your own experience, any stories that you could share with the listeners. Oh, I would love to. Well, again, um, I want to make sure everybody realizes that the purpose of mediumship is to give evidence that there is a continued existence after death and that uh, our loved ones really don't die. One, uh, one story I'd really like to share with you happened, it, it happened about four years ago, and uh, this young woman was dropped off uh, for a reading by her mother, and uh, so uh, the reading started, and um, this young man came in. He was very tall and slender, about, you know, six four, six five, and probably, you know, really slender, you know, probably 150, maybe 160 pounds. And um, so he's standing there, and so I'm describing him uh, to this young woman, and then all of a sudden uh, I can taste, a, actually, you know, unfortunately I could taste the barrel of a gun in my mouth, and boom, you know, Obviously, uh, he killed himself, and, and there were drugs involved also. 
And so uh, the person in spirits, you know, trying to explain to me, you know, how this all happened and everything. And uh, the the client that came for the reading kept saying, no, no, I don't know anybody like that. I don't know anybody that committed suicide. I don't know anybody, you know, you're describing him and I don't recognize him. I don't know anybody like that. And I always record my uh, readings. And uh, so, but he wouldn't leave, and I said, no, I mean, he, he's reassuring me that he belongs to you, and if it's not just you, it must be somebody that you do know, and um, so I just encouraged her just, you know, uh, to give him a few more minutes that we were recording, you know, uh, the, his information on her, her CD, and that if um, afterwards there must be somebody, you know, that he's related to that she knew. So, you know, we got a little bit more detail, a little bit more information, you know, and then he relinquished <laughs> his his time with me and stepped back so that other people, uh, other loved ones uh, from Spirit could uh, communicate with her and, and uh, give her the information. So as it turned out, uh, her mother picked her up, and I didn't know this, but uh, what happened was, the next thing that happened for me was a lady called from Minnesota uh, for... A reading, and the only information I asked for is somebody's name, phone number, and email. You know, just so I have the contact information. So on the day of the reading, that's it. And I asked that no information be be given to me whatsoever. So anyway, so um, this lady, when her time was uh, from Minnesota, when her reading came about, then here's the, comes this young man again, and I, obviously I recognized him. I don't easily forget uh, people that have committed suicide. So here he comes, and he's there, and he's standing right next to me, and this, uh, we get on, I get on the phone with the lady, and so we go right into the reading, and I describe him and everything, and she just stops me. She said, you know, I, I, I don't want to give you any information, but I do want to say I'm calling because of him. And oh. so it was so sweet. And so yeah. she was prepared with questions. Uh, and as the story unfolded was what had happened was when the uh, first young lady who said that it, he did not belong to her went out to the car when her mother picked her up. They put the CD into her mother's uh, CD player in the car and they were listening to it. And uh, the mother said, oh, my God, that is your cousin, Robbie. And it was actually uh, this lady's mother's sister who lived in Minnesota. So she had called her, her sister in Minnesota and said, Robbie uh, just showed up in a reading. And, you know, the whole thing with uh, the suicide and everything came out. But what had, what had transpired was the, late, the woman in Minnesota, uh, when she got a divorce from her husband, Robbie was the oldest son, and then there were three younger children. So the, uh, the, the divorce happened, and the husband and Robbie then uh, left Minnesota and moved to Texas. So Robbie was uh, estranged from the family, other than, you know, he kept in, in touch with his siblings, and, but, you know, they didn't really interact at family, uh, you know, uh, Gatherings and things like that. So this cousin here in um, Colorado did not know anything about Robbie. So what I'm trying to point out is the intelligence of those in spirit that when they want to get a message through to you, 
they will find the medium. They will find whoever it is that can help them communicate and, uh, you know, get the information through. And as it turned out for Robbie, the young man in spirit, you know, obviously he made a mistake, but, uh, you know, he just wanted to let his, his siblings and his mom know that, you know, he's fine, everything's fine, you know. He didn't, uh, and he was raised devout Catholic also, so, you know, that he didn't go to hell or... Oh, oh, I love it. Yeah, so that they were not worried about his soul, you know, that he did survive and, you know, there wasn't anything punitive. And that's what I want to, again, let the audience know, this is how I'm getting the information that I know that, you know, that once we get to the other side, that there is strong evidence in, in the readings that I've done. Uh, with people over the years that, uh, you know, there's, it's, you know, they are fine. They're excited if they've, they've had tough, uh, situations just before they died because of chronic illness and pain or, um, usually in accidents, uh, what happens is they, they, uh, they're, they're swiftly taken moments before the greatest amount of pain is inflicted on them out of their bodies before they experience it, before they, you know, uh, then transition to the other side. Wow. How healing on so many levels, not only for, you know, being taken out of the body right before um, that intensity, but just for that family of the story that you shared. And I, I think even for lots of people who have had people in their lives who have committed suicide and, you know, the thought that they're, you know, even somehow on the dark side of the moon and, you know, oh, damned yeah. and all of this stuff that's like, just brings upon much more sorrow and pain instead of the healing. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and our family members on the other side, I mean, the, the, the paranormal phenomena that we see is, you know, lots of, I've, you know, and I've, you know, I've had uh, students tell me this uh, in classes where they've, they've talked about where, uh, <laughs> well, this one student, uh, it was really funny. So she's, she's uh, I teach uh, psychic development and mediumship classes. So it was really funny because it happened twice to her that on her phone where uh, she had it plugged in in another room, but it was kind of close to where her and her husband were, uh, you know, watching television or, you know, where they were sitting and relaxing. And so her phone would go on and Siri, I think it's Siri or Siri, you know, that little voice activated person yes. in the phone. <laughs> yeah. And so and it uh, came on. It was really funny. And uh, we were talking uh, in class about, um, you know, out-of-body experiences and things like that. So Siri was saying on the phone, she says, do you, what kind of experience do you want? Do you want an in-body experience or an out-of-body experience? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just love it. <laughs> but our family and friends on the other side can can manipulate electronical uh, electronics. So they can they can play with the cursor on your computer, they can play with uh you know the music on your iPod, they can uh play with uh you know switching on a, a song right at the right time on the radio when you know when you feel like oh I I need to turn on the radio, I need to t- turn on the radio where they're giving you that message. They're, they're bombarding you with, like, turn on the radio, turn on the radio, turn on the radio now. So, kind of funny stuff. Oh, my goodness. We're so loved and supported. Mary, it's, just, it's been so wonderful to have you on the show, and I just love everything that we've been talking about today. Um, is there any last thing that you want to share before we wrap up for the day? 
No, no. I just want to tell your audience, you know, how loved they are. And believe me, that little saying, you're never alone, you're not alone, it's so true that uh, even if you feel very isolated at, in, at any point in your life, just please know that you have loved ones and even people that you don't know on the other side that truly love and care about you, that are trying to help you move you toward a more loving and joyful life. Oh, thank you for that. Um, so everyone, if you're interested in more information about Mary, and I highly recommend getting a reading, um, you can visit her at marytory.com. It's M-A-R-Y-T-O-R-R-E-Y.com. Um, and before we wrap up for the show, I just want to share a little bit of how you can reach me and a bit of what is to come on Quantum Leaps and Healing. I am a practitioner of multidimensional transformation. And with multidimensional transformation, which is a modality that works consciously with the quantum field. I don't bring bracelets out of the field yet, but I do bring other technologies <laughs> and modalities. Um, but I do I help individuals and groups experience a vibrational shift towards a healthier and more harmonious state of being. Um, I work via Skype and phone remotely with people around the world, uh, mostly in the United States, but also in Australia and the Philippines. And with MT, which is multidimensional transformation, it's, I just feel like it's really deep and effective work, and yet it's really gentle at the same time. And I work with people to help them resolve whatever it is, physical pain or emotional turmoil, past life issues, spiritual struggles. And I, I just always feel so blessed to be a part of people's journeys in this way. So if you want to set up a free consultation with me, you can send me an email at kerryjahan at gmail.com. You can also find me on the web at kerryjahan.com. And so it's spelled K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E.com. I just feel that we are evolving, and I just feel... You know, even with what Mary was sharing today, that our world is changing rapidly and what's available now and and what's possible now is just profound. And I do feel like our healing modalities and even the mediumship is evolving along with us as we are as people. So I'm just excited to share all of this with everybody. Um, So stay tuned for upcoming shows. Next week is Cindy Langley. She is a spiritual medium, and she'll be joining me to talk about self-love and healing through her work as a medium, and so I'm excited for that. So join me for further weeks to come as we dive further into the, the realms of quantum healing. So Mary, we have about a minute. Is there anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap up for the for the day? Oh, I just want to thank everybody and thank you so much for allowing me to sh- to share this information uh, with you and your audience today. What a, what an honor! Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Yes, yes. Thank you. It just when I got a reading from you back in the summertime, I was just thinking, gosh, I just want her on the radio show. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just I just feel like the doors just get blown wide open, and it's just so expansive on so many levels to experience life in this way and to. Uh, just to be, you know, to be bringing things out of the quantum field, you know, I mean, it's not only just wild and mind blowing, but it's fun and exciting and it's healing and it's just all the above. And I just, I just so appreciate just celebrating life with you, Mary. And oh, I'm just honored. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. Thank you so much. What a yeah. treat. What a treat. Thank you. And I know that your audience is going to love Cindy Langley. 
Yes. Lovely person. Yeah, she's a former student, and she is phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Yeah, she's so, um, so excited about that show. So everyone stay tuned uh, for more shows and more episodes of Quantum Leaps and Healing. And thank you again, Mary. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Quantum Leaps and Healing. Carrie Jahan hopes you will join her again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We'll talk to you again next time.